Good morning and Happy New Year to you all. I really miss hugging. I was reading a story the other day and it was about a family who were visiting a sports ground and of course the security guards were all there, these burly security guards. And uh, There's a four-year-old in the family and so the the security guard got down on his knees and he put his arms out to demonstrate how he's going to be searched and this little boy just ran and, and hugged him. And the security guard tried not to laugh and demonstrated again how to put his arms out. And the boy ran at him a second and a third time. And, you know, this is the truth. We were not born hating and we were made for love and for human connection. And that, I think, for me, has made lockdown so much harder. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people who've felt extra lonely these last few weeks and and over Christmas that feeling of isolation of the soul and missing human connection, feeling out of place and yet surrounded by people. Because we weren't ever made to do life on our own. God has a plan to not leave anyone behind. Well, I was reading Leviticus 13, and I should tell you it was by accident, but I I stumbled across some verses And they reminded me of this whole COVID um, situation. So I'm reading Leviticus 13 and verses 45 and 46. Those who suffer from a serious skin disease must tear their clothing and leave their hair uncombed. They must cover their mouth and call out, unclean, unclean. As long as the serious disease lasts, they will be ceremonially unclean. They must live in isolation in their place outside the camp. Well, that certainly rings a bell, doesn't it? The uncombed hair, the scruffy clothing, the covering of the mouth. But seriously, what isolation those lepers must have felt. And it was the bit that said, outside the camp, that really got me thinking. I wonder how many times you felt outside the camp, like you just don't belong. Maybe you felt not included. It may be at work, in a friendship group, you know, sometimes even in church. And it hurts when you feel like you don't belong and you might pretend to know everything and be a part of it, but deep down you know that you're not. Well, back then, being outside the camp was a really awful place to be. It was where you would find dead animal carcasses. It would be where you'd find the unwanted children who were left there. It's where the poor were buried. It's where wild animals gathered. This was the home of the rejected and the hurting. And you know, the the torn clothes and the unkempt hair, these were signs of mourning. They were grieving that they had death in their body, though still alive on their way to the grave. You know, people had to sing their own funeral dirges and make it clear by their appearance that the wages of sin is death. And why isolation? Well, God had decreed that uncleanness was contagious. Whoever touched an unclean person or thing was in turn unclean. And hence, the uncleanness had to be removed from the people. Uh, And in fact, in in Numbers 5 and verse 2, it says that everyone that's unclean through contact with the dead had to be put outside of the camp. God did not want his camp defiled. He was holy and in the midst of the camp. Well, I love how Jesus then treats the leper in Luke 5 and 12 and 13. Jesus makes a point 
of touching the leper. It says, in one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. And Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. So that means in turn, Jesus made a point of himself becoming unclean. By touching him, Jesus took on himself the uncleanness that burdened the leper. And we, like the leper, have to ask Jesus that same thing. Make me clean, Lord. Except we're talking about our hearts, which need to be clean before a holy God. And he comes to us the same, to redeem us to restore us, to heal our sin and our grief because we are outside the camp, but Jesus came. In Isaiah 53 and verse 4, it tells us, Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. And that word took in the Greek means to take in order to carry away, to remove, to bear. We would be lost outside the camp were it not for Jesus. You are not forgotten in our sin, in our mess. We aren't left there. Jesus knew what it meant to be rejected. He knew the silence. In Hebrews 13 and verse 11, we're told, The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And the author of Hebrews there is pointing towards the Jewish day of atonement, a day when the priest would use the blood of a sacrifice animal to cleanse the temple and its people. And the body of the animal would never be eaten because it was considered unclean because it carried the sin of the people. And so the bodies were burned outside the gates or outside of the camp. Well, then verse 12 goes on to say, so also Jesus suffered and died outside the city gates to make his people holy by means of his own blood. So we see that that Jesus was crucified outside the camp. He was crucified to redeem us. Jesus was crucified outside the gates of Jerusalem on the hill of Golgotha. And we find that his blood was to atone for our sins. He died to give us the way back that we might be restored. You see, verse 12, uh, it says to be set apart. He did it so that we would be set apart, so we would be holy, because we're meant to be different. We're We're meant to be holy. He was rejected so that we wouldn't be. Ephesians 1 and verse 7 tells us, In him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. And that word redemption means the act or the process of buying back. God loved the world so much, he sent his son to redeem us. And we are sinners outside of the camp, but because of Jesus shedding his blood, we can belong. We are cleansed of all unrighteousness by the high priest Jesus We belong, we're restored. He became a sin offering for us. And we're not meant to stay isolated from the world in the camp. You see, if we go one more verse of of Hebrews 13 and look at verse 13, it says, So let us go out to him 
outside the camp and bear the disgrace he bore. You know, we're, we're meant to be going outside the camp now to reach others. We're meant to be going to the places where people are hurting. It's too easy just to say a prayer and, and move on. But there's a weary and a lost world who need to know the love of God. The gospel is not meant to be a secret for members only. The reason we can know that isolation from society is not from Christ is because he told us to invade our cultures with his truths instead of avoiding it. Jesus waded into his culture and he changed it rather than joining its ways. We shouldn't be running from it, from the outside culture, because they need to know Jesus. 2020 was a year of walls, wasn't it? But let 2021 be a year of open doors, of building bridges. The biggest deterrent we have with joining Jesus is probably our unwillingness to get outside of our comfort zones. How much have you missed out on because you don't want to be uncomfortable? Outside the camp represents our greatest fears. Outside the camp might well reveal our greatest vulnerabilities. But outside the camp will also be the greatest investment of our lives. Let's be willing to challenge our comfort zones by going with Jesus to those places he leads us. He won't leave us alone. He leads us on the biggest adventures when we're willing to surrender our comforts. It's not meant to be holy huddles of church people, as lovely as that might seem. We're meant to be moved with compassion like Jesus was, to make a difference in the world around us. He tells us to live in the world but not be influenced by it. He's promised to protect us. In John 17, verse 15, he says, Father, this is his prayer, Father, I don't ask you to take my followers out of the world, but keep them safe from the evil one. He's calling you to take on undeserved criticism. Are you ready to be misunderstood and judged negatively just as Jesus was? Are you ready to feel again that you don't belong because now you don't belong outside the camp? Because that represents our fears of being mistreated and misunderstood, of being oppressed. But we go there and we will thrive because Jesus is there and he won't leave us alone. The person you were when you were first outside the camp is no longer here. We're cheered on to leave the old man behind and embrace the new man that Christ has redeemed. 2 Corinthians 5:17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Now, as we read in that verse 12, Jesus suffered to sanctify us. You are not forgotten. You aren't meant to be isolated. You were bought with a price. God has stepped down into history to redeem you. So my question for you is, where are you today? Where is God calling you to? Is it time to come back to him, to repent of your life outside of the camp and outside of his ways? Or is he calling you today to go back outside the camp, to tell others about him, get out of your comfort zone, but get vulnerable but empowered? He will give you everything you need to thrive and fulfill your God-ordained purpose, bringing glory to him. Amen.